I would say, you know, it just boils down to the process. Um, you know, I, I remember my first call, man. My first call I ever went on, I didn't even take booties to the door. I mean, I forgot them in my truck. I was so nervous I could have puked. Really, let's just put it this way. I didn't know what I was doing. Now I have a process. Um, I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to be in control, and I know what the outcome is going to be. It's just great to, to be a be in a situation like that, you know, because your confidence level is just through the roof at that point. Welcome to the Waste No Day podcast, a podcast specifically for and about the home services industry as it relates to plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. More than a podcast, Waste No Day is a credo, a determination, a mindset. It is a never-ending discipline. It is a refuse-to-lose pursuit. It is a wake-up call every morning to waste no day. Now here's your hosts, Brian Burton and Nate Minnick. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Waste No Day podcast. I am your host, Nate. And I am Brian. It's so good to be with you today. We have a new topic for you. It is My Vehicle University. And if you read between the lines there, it's going to be a lot of talk about what to do on your drive time, your windshield time, your downtime, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be breaking down that subject for you. And we have a special guest with us today. His name is James Freeze. He is a service technician, HVAC technician with one hour heating and air conditioning in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And it's so good to have you with us, James. Welcome. Thank you. Cool to be on here. Thanks a lot for having me. James Freeze is a, uh, a prime example of a guy who is working toward his degree from MVU. He's uh, probably more than anybody I know outside of myself and a couple guys I came up with. Um, invests in himself. He's he's uh, He spends hundred, uh, hundreds of dollars a month to be part of uh, various sales training organizations. Um, if I if I send out an audio book or a, a YouTube audio book or a, even just like a you know two minute um, motivational video or something, he's always the first guy to send me feedback on it, um, and he he really takes this to heart and really invests his own time, his personal time, um, not just windshield time. But I've I've talked to him when he was home and and heard him doing this stuff in the background, so he really personifies the idea of uh, getting his degree from. MVU, we like to call it. That's your cue to say, thanks, man. All right. <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate it. Isn't that right, James? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, man, it is a privilege to have you on here, and I think you are a testament to the power of investing in, in what you want to be, not only in the actual training, but in the dollars spent, and then you're also a testament of the results of what can happen if you do that. So yeah, to you. absolutely. Um, it, you know, it can be a huge return on investment. Uh, and that's something that, you know, you have that information and knowledge forever. So that return on investment, it, to me, it definitely makes sense. Right. Awesome. Well, before we dig into the topic, let's talk a little bit about your history. So uh, you've been with One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning for how long now? Uh, I think this is going to be my fourth or fifth year here. All right. All right. Great. So what got you into the trades? I mean, did you grow up with the trades? Did you go to college? What what got you started on that path? So my little background story is, um, let's see, I graduated high school. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. Good. Definitely needed that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what I wanted to do, but uh, 
you know, when I was in high school, uh, growing up and stuff, I was always hands-on. I, you know, I always had a wrench in my hand. Uh, I grew up working on motorcycles. So kind uh, of a gearhead, that type yeah, of stuff? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Always liked to take stuff apart, put it back together, that sort of thing. I didn't mind working on stuff. Um, and like I said, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do after high school. So uh, I went to community college uh, to get some general education classes. And um, the first year was all right. I uh, worked during the summer after that. And then when I went back, I realized that the courses that I was taking there they weren't college-level courses anyways, so it was a complete <laughs> waste of my time. Oh, man. So I had to do like a third and fourth year of community college to even get into anything else. Okay. So, um, and the whole reason I wanted to go there was I didn't want to go to a university and, you know, come out like a hundred grand in debt, you know, maybe with no job. Sure. Um, so I kind of struggled figuring out what I wanted to do, and... Uh, my cousin, he said something to me about getting into the trades. And my grandfather was a plumber. Uh, he passed the business down to my uncle, uh, who runs it today. It's a small company. But um, I talked to him, and, you know, he was all for it. You know, he said, get involved. And um, one of my really good friends, he's an electrician, and, you know, he said, go for it. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I kind of thought about electrical work, plumbing work, and HVAC, and I realized that, HVAC is kind of all of them put together. So I chose HVAC. Went Ooh, to shots two fired at the plumbers. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. Let's back up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone to plumbing and you chose HVAC. I did. You got that right. I'm, I'm hoping your decision-making skills have improved since. <laughs> well, I think they have. <laughs> it's, it seemed to have worked out for you, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm very happy with my choice that I made there. Um, but, yeah, I went to a two-year trade school. Um, that was something that... Uh, was great, you know. It got me involved, got my feet wet. But you know, coming out of that, I, I still didn't know everything I needed to know about HVAC. Um, it was kind of just a a good way to get started, know the components, know how some stuff works. Um, and I uh, I knew a guy that worked here, uh, and he said, you know, why don't you come here and and try it out? And I thought, all right, you know, I'll come to this company. I need a job at the moment. So uh, yeah. He got me on board, and here yeah, I, I remember. And we, uh, was it Aaron Buckwalter and I met you at Tobias Frog, was it? Yeah, yeah, lunch we had a lunch. lunch. Yeah. And we ended up having such a good time, the the interview just turned into a bunch of us hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, yeah, we were hanging out there, and I remember I came back here. This is kind of funny, I don't think I ever told anybody this, but uh, I came back here, and Nate, I think you, you like, did some paperwork, but you had to leave. You were going on vacation or something like that, and I remember I was uh, – I was in Scott Rohr's office, and I, and he just like having me fill his paperwork out. And I said, and you know, he's a really nice guy. We're talking and stuff. And I said, Scott, I said, I said, are you like the HR guy? And he's like, No, I'm the president. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, nice to meet you. Welcome to the company. <laughs> That's awesome. Very nice, very nice. So this was your first like career job coming out of college, then? Correct. Yeah, I, I would say um, I knew I always like needed a job and stuff like that. So when I was at college, um, I was working like six hours a week for a uh, sheet metal construction company okay. installing duct work. Yeah. Um, but that didn't last too long. In the wintertime, they got slow, and, you know, I was working six hours a week. That was all I could work with my schedule. So I was the first to get laid off there. So after that, then I came here. Yeah. Um, and the rest is history. 
Yeah, yeah, the rest is history. Here I am now. Nice. Well, great. So we want to we wanna break down this topic with you because we know you to be a guy who highly practices discipline in his drive time. And, and by saying that, I mean, you're not just listening to, you know, sports radio or jamming to the latest music or whatever on the drive, uh, which you may be at sometimes, but, you know, you're spending a lot of your drive time intentionally investing in your future, in your skills, in your craft. Right. Yeah. I mean, when I first started, I definitely was, you know, listening to the radio, um, you know, but I wasn't getting the results I wanted to get. Um, you know, I kind of knew, you know, here at this company, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, and I was struggling when I first started. I didn't know what I was dealing. And I knew I needed to figure out what to do because the opportunity's here. And that was uh, that was what I wanted to do. I needed to figure it out. Um, and I, I'd say probably the first thing I did was I talked to my manager, Aaron, uh, and Brian, who's, who's on this podcast. And I said, listen, I said, what am I doing? What do I need to do here? And, you know, I, I had absolutely zero, you know, background of sales or really communication in general. Um, and they said, you know, read this book and read this book. So I did. And um, I got one, like one thing out of that book that I can remember. And after that, it, it was like, all right, you know, I, I need to get this and get that. And I need to figure this out and figure that out. So. I just, you know, I try to try to go next level and just get as much information as I could. And here I am today, still doing it. I love it, absolutely. And that's um, that, that's a lot like what you said about the trade school you went to. It's a, it was a two year program, um, but you came out feeling like you didn't know very much about HVAC, despite the fact that you just trained in it for two years. We get you <clears throat> for a very short amount of time here in the office before you you know leave out for your day or before you get in into your own truck at all and that is your trade school experience we can give you very little but we can get you started and then the rest is up to you and i think far far too often in, in the trades especially as selling techs but it's just technicians in general um technicians like to think they should have gotten everything before they get in a truck and training is over and as uh <clears throat> david sandler a sales trainer always says Instead of having 10 years experience, people have one year of experience and repeat that year nine times. Um, James is, is not that guy. Freeze, as we call him around the office, is definitely not that guy. Every, every day of experience he's had at this company has been a day of experience. He's, he's constantly growing. They're not all great days for him. Sometimes you see him just frustrated like he got hit by a car um, because you had a couple bad days in a row. But it, it never changes your attitude of, I'm still going to get it. It's going to happen. I'm I'm well on my way. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one thing with the trades is, you know, there's there's always change. You know, you always got to learn more technically and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I kind of look at that. You always got to learn more communicational stuff too. Yeah, it's that balance, right? Exactly. That's that's the way I look at it. So when did you when did you decide to enroll in MVU? I mean. Was it an intentional decision or did you just kind of slowly progress and, oh, okay, look, I'm doing this more often? Or, or like I said, did you make an actual decision like, nope, I got, you know, three hours on the road every day and I'm going to make something of it? What was it for you? Uh, for me, I would say, you know, I just looked at the opportunity that we have here and I just looked at myself as, you know, I wasn't getting it done, you know. I wasn't, you know, going to my full potential. 
And uh, I was living at home, and I had some goals set. You know, I wanted to buy a house, move out, that sort of stuff. And uh, I knew I could do it here with this organization, but I just couldn't make it happen because I didn't know how. And I would say probably the first thing was uh, I was actually on YouTube uh, just, you know, looking at some communicational skills in the heating and air conditioning world. And um, I came across one thing, and that was just to change the the word uh, price and the word cost. Just don't use those words. And it's the simplest thing, but it makes such a huge difference. And I, I saw that, and from then on, it was like, wow, if I just change one word or two words, and you know, with what I'm, you know, speaking to people. It can make a huge difference, and, and it did. And and from there, it was like, well, what else can I figure out? That's that's awesome, man. So, you sort of um, stumbled your way into it uh, out of necessity. Yeah. But then you kind of grew from there. Is that right? Yeah, I kind of stumbled into it. Um, this organization, we have Wednesday meetings with Matt Buckwater, um, and I mean that guy's gold, man. I mean what he talks about. If you pay attention to him and you implement what he's saying. And one of the things he says is, you know, use your time wisely. When you're driving, listen to stuff. And I was seeing results from doing that, and it was like game on. You know, let's let's keep going with this. And there I am four or five years later, I'm still doing it, and I'm still learning stuff. And uh, I just want to go next level and get to that next level. Yeah, you say that a lot. I, I hear you talk about that. You want to go next level. What, what does that mean? It's just the next level, man. I, I want to go higher than where I am now. And I want to get way better than what I am now. And I know I can do it. And make that's more just money than you make now. Make more money than I make now. I mean, you can apply that to really anything. And, you know, I just try to live my life in a positive way and always trying to improve. And uh, that's it, man. I want to be next level. So let's talk about um, some of the things you invest in. And uh, neither of us are opposed to you mentioning the things that have really benefited you. So what, what was that video? Do you remember who, was it Tom Hopkins? That was a Tom Hopkins video. So yep. Tom, Tom Hopkins, for those who don't know, is, uh, I would say he's, he's certainly the most famous uh, real estate sales instructor in the world, if not the most famous um, sales instructor in the world. I had actually gone to several of his, his two-day boot camp selling seminars back in I don't know, probably 2005, 2006 in Scottsdale, Arizona. And one thing he does, and that we can actually talk about it here um, on one of the podcasts coming up, is he does a list of fear-inducing words that you should remove from your vocabulary when dealing with your clients. Um, but, shoot, he might, he might actually have a book just on that. But he, he's a good sales instructor and, and somebody who's really helped me out a lot in my career. Um, so it's great that you found some YouTube videos of his. I know they're actually not that easy to find. They're they're more uh, Tom Hopkins International is more based on you know buying the audio books and buying the books and stuff. But I know you're invested heavily monthly in uh, sales training and communication training as well. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, that just kind of goes back to uh, our Wednesday meetings here with this organization. Uh, Matt Buckler was talking about this guy, Weldon Long. Um, he created, Wally, yeah. Yeah, Wally. He created a $20 million company in five years, I think. They're fresh out of prison. Yeah, yeah. If you think about that, if you just sit back and think about that, I mean, that's just mind-blowing to me. You know, to come out of prison in five years, you own a $20 million company that you built. 
Like uh, the amount of work and dedication that goes into that's just crazy. And uh, anyways, so um, I started looking well and long up on the internet. And, you know, he's got some books and stuff like that that, you know, we've been encouraged to, to read here at this organization. Yeah, we, uh, we, tend, we hand out copies of uh, The Power of Consistency. Yep, yep. Um, and, you know, then I found some stuff on YouTube of, of well-known speaking because for a little bit there, and he might still do it, I don't know, but uh, he was a, a speaker. And, um, again, here at the Wednesday meeting, uh, we talk about a prosperity plan, which is one of Well and Long's things. And I made a prosperity plan. And every single thing on that prosperity plan came true. And to me, it was mind-blowing again. And um, here I was back looking into Weldon Long stuff, and I found that he had a training. And they have a free trial, and the training was like 600 bucks a month or something like that. I was living at home. At the time, I wasn't making much money, and it wasn't something that I, was, I could afford at the time. I wanted to do it, but I just I couldn't afford it. So they had a free trial. I went through the free trial, and the next day, my cell phone's ringing from some guy in Colorado. And I'm like, who's calling me from Colorado? You know, I'm not answering this. Time to update your uh, car extended warranty. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, <laughs> you know. I'm like, I'm not answering this. And, and I get this voicemail, and, and I listen to this. this guy named Keith from Colorado. He, uh, he said, you know, hey, I saw you went through the free training. just wanted to follow up with you. Give me a call back. So I called this guy back and I said, hey, listen, man, I said, that was great stuff. I said, I'm really interested in continuing with it, but um, I, I just can't afford it. You know, I wasn't trying to, you know, get a cheaper price or anything like that. It's just a fact I couldn't afford it. And and that program is designed for businesses to to pay to have their technicians go through their program. And I told him, listen, I'm, I'm paying my way here and I just can't do it. Um, and he said, okay, you know, we kind of split ways. And he called me like three days later. He said, listen. He said, I talked to Weldon Long. I don't know if he actually did or not, but he said, I talked to Wally and uh, we'll offer you this at half price since you're paying your way. And he's like, is that affordable? Can you do it? And I said, yeah. So that was the first uh, training program that I got involved with, um, which that took me to my next level at the time. That's awesome, man. Um, what, where did you go from there? I mean, is that, are you still doing that now or did you continue on to something else? I continued on to something else. Um, I finished that training. Um, I went through everything there that um, they pretty much had to offer at the time. They're always updating it and stuff like that. That's kind of how it works. But uh, I went through with that, um, and that was super relatable uh, to, you know, what I was doing here. Um, as far as process goes and communication with homeowners and, you know, let them know your findings and stuff like that. And that was, uh, looking back, that was perfect for me to start out with that. You know, it wasn't, you know, too much involved. It was something that had a bunch of concepts that you could grasp pretty easily and implement. And it was a great start for me there. Um, I went through that training and took, took a while. Um, it's a lot of videos and stuff, you know, 10, 15 minute videos. And what, when were you doing questions. this? Like, obviously you weren't watching videos while you were driving. So is this at the end of your day or yeah. time or what? Yeah, that was, uh, at the end of my day. Um, I would go home and run through that, um, you know, spend an hour or two hours, you know, whatever, um, for people listening, you know, I live by myself, so I got time to do stuff like that. Um, but that was the, the first program I went through, um, the, 
I stopped doing that one because it really wasn't too much else. I wasn't gaining much else from that. And uh, I just wanted more, you know. It's like I, I know there's other people out there doing this. So I started looking around, looking around, and um, I found another group, and um, I got involved in that that training, which was uh, – that training was like gold right there. That, that training got me where I am today, I would say. Um, and the reason for that being is – it had a process, and I can honestly say I didn't have a process before that. I, I was going into the house, and I was winging it. I mean, I had no clue what I was doing. I don't think people understand <clears throat> quite how um, beneficial it is to, to know what you're going to say and what you're going to do when you get in the home. And, again, that doesn't mean every word you say is scripted, but pretty darn close. I mean, you, you, when you have a process, you know exactly what you're going to do, no matter who, who opens that door or what the situation is. And your not only do your sales go up, that's just an obvious, but your, your confidence goes up dramatically. You're, you're not concerned with what's behind door number one when you knock, uh, when you have a process, because you've seen this play out dozens of times, freeze here hundreds of times now. And you know, the process is going to be close to the same, and at the end, it's going to be a yes or a no, and you're going to be on to the next one. And it takes a lot of the anxiety out of being in a truck and running calls. That's exactly right. And for me, before before that, I was just going in and trying my best. I, my personality, personally, I can get along with anybody. And, you know, I was going in the house, you know, doing an inspection for somebody, and, you know, we were just getting along. And, you know, if I found any problems or whatever, I would let them know. Uh, but, you know, each time was different. And, and now I can say every time for me, it, it's very consistent. It's almost the exact same thing every call. And, Brian, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it gets easier and easier, you know. You just know what you're going to say. And having a process is, is key. And that was the thing that I, I was missing for the first couple of years that I was here. So I find it really cool that you progressed through your We'll call it education. Yeah. Or I mean, this isn't like formalized school, but this you're paying for these investments. Yeah. And even if you weren't, you, you're still making gains and looking for the like you said the next level. Like, what is the next thing that's going to take you to that that next uh, skill set or or that next accomplishment? And you're really doing that. So it sounds like you really picked up process. What were some other things that you've gained since starting this entire journey, like skills or or communication um, styles that you've gained over this? I would say the number one thing that, that started this whole thing out is, is changing vocabulary words. Um, you know, I used to go in, in the home and, you know, the client needed a new filter. And they're like, hey, what's the cost or what's the price of a new filter? And I, I would tell them, hey, you know, the, the price is $10. And they didn't really care because $10 or whatever. But you get into, like, some high-dollar stuff, you know. They're like, what's the price of that? You know, and I'm like, well, the price is, you know, 1000 bucks or whatever. Well, these, these people right away, they're price shocked. And, you know, what happened to me was, you know, the, the one time I went into some house, I'm just using this as an example, you know, they're like, how much does that cost? And I'm like, well, the total amount's $1,000. This is so, so much smoother. And, and, you know, at that point I realized the homeowner wants me to justify that. And I was able to continue on down the line uh, in my process there. And once I picked that up, it was just like there's so many other things out there that I can implement because there's so many other people out there that are a lot better than me. And one of the, the first things, kind of going back to when I sat down with Aaron and Brian, they said, read this book. 
it was uh, the psychology of selling by Brian Tracy. And uh, he talks about the fact that you just got to do what other people do and you'll be that person. You know, if you, you know, if you want to be an NFL football player, you got to do what an NFL football player does, you know. And so I realize there's so many other people out there better than me at, at, at this job, and I want to get to that next level and make more money. I got to figure out what they're doing, and I got to do what they're doing, and I'll be there. Yeah, man, that's that's really incredible. And again, kudos to you for for not only taking the initiative but following through with it. I mean, one thing that's really difficult about training yourself to get to the next level is it's easy to start. It's difficult to finish, right? How many people have started a business or written down a great idea or uh, joined a gym program or you name it and, you know, they start off with the best intentions and something dissuades them or they get distracted or life happens or whatever, their discipline fails and, you know, a, a week, a month, half a year later, that's just a, a memory but you've, you've found a way to continually do it and discipline yourself. So, I mean, h- how have you done that? How have you stayed consistent in progressing? I mean, obviously you have a desire and, and you're pursuing that desire, but you know, lots of people have desires. What made this different that you actually stuck with it and are still doing it? Well, you see results. I mean, you can see results right away. Uh, I mean, the next day. I mean, you know, I watch a lot of videos and stuff. And I can't do that when I'm driving. Um, so if I pick one thing up yeah, on you, a video, you keep saying that. We get it. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, if I please pick, don't watch videos while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, I can't. His phone's face down. He's just listening to it. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, if I'm at home and I'm doing nothing, man, I'll, I'll turn the TV off and and look into something. And if I pick one thing up that makes a lot of sense to me, I'm fired up. I can't wait to go out tomorrow morning and try it out. You know, I, I just want to get in that house and give it a try. And see what kind of results I can get, and and you know the thing is the return on this investment. It's one call. I, I can make in one call what I pay the entire month for training, and how many things I get out of that. It's it's unbelievable. And let me let me circle back to what he said about the uh, audio book that uh, Aaron Buckwalter and, and myself recommended him. Um, that that may have had the biggest impact on me in my plumbing truck was the audio book, The Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy. And ever since I've been in a management position, every every person I've talked to uh, coming up, I've recommended get that book. Now, it's usually on YouTube for free, but you're going to deal with commercials and loading issues and depending on where you are. And, of course, if you have to use your phone, it's gone. you got to turn it off, flip the app over or whatever. I recommend getting get an Audible account or or go to iTunes or whatever and just buy the I think it's a thirty dollar audiobook <clears throat> and make this step one. So maybe you don't invest in a monthly tuition um, communication program just yet, but if you just download this audiobook, I think it's nine hours, and just have it playing anytime you're you're in your uh, vehicle university, your your communication level is going to go up. Your your Productivity is going to go up. I mean, there's time management training in this thing. Your sales are obviously going to go up. And like he said, you're going to notice it pretty fast. I mean, it's not going to be a game changer for you immediately, but you will notice yourself using things you heard in there almost immediately. And you'll see some success as a result. And then 
after that, as we recommended to freeze, um, then you move to the next level. Then you get with get with a you know Weldon Long program or uh, who are you with now, Gene Slade? Yeah. Talk a little bit about Gene Slade. Gene Slade, <clears throat> he started a, a training program called Lead Ninja. Um, he's now changed that, um, but that was where I first started, and that was Is where that I, Lead Ninja. Yeah, Lead okay. Ninja. Yeah. Um, I found that online. Um, I've talked to Gene a few times, talked to him about that, went through that process, um, and learned a process. And I was about three-quarters of the way through that, and then he changed He changed what's called Service Tech Secrets. And um, that's what I'm involved with now. Uh, he uh, Every Tuesday and Thursday, he does an hour, hour-and-a-half session uh, video where uh, you can either be involved in the video on Zoom or um, you can watch it later uh, at night, and uh, that's I watch it later at night when I get home, and uh, it's very relatable to what I do, and that has really taken me to where I am today. So it sounds to me like you started a lot of your intentionality after work, um, or, or like in downtime. That when when did you make the switch to actually like? learning or, or listening or training yourself during the drives? During the drives, um, probably, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago. Okay, and, and what, did, what did that look like at the beginning, and what does it look like now? At the beginning, um, I, I, I didn't really know what, what to listen to or where to find that information. Um, you know, I, I you know, would start and listen to, you know, Tom Hopkins, who is a real estate guy. Um, so that wasn't too relatable. But again, you know, you pick up one thing from him or this, that, and the other thing. Um, the other thing would be I uh, I would listen to Grant Cardone. I started following him on social media platforms. Um, he is also in the real estate game, but he's a, he's a big motivator. Um, I think he owns seven businesses. Um, a lot of those are selling businesses and, um, I got involved checking out his social media. He would just post like a 30 second clip of some motivational thing. Um, and so I started listening to him and he's all about motivation and doing the best you can and making the most out of everything. And those are the types of things that I would listen to during the day. And that would really just get my mind right. You know, I, I didn't need to listen to music. You know, I, I kind of realized, hey, listen, I'm at work for eight hours a day or whatever. Um, again, Matt Buckwater says, you know, you're driving probably two, three hours of that. And, you know, it's like, why don't you make yourself better? Why don't you invest in yourself and, and try and get to the next level? Because it's going to pay you to do it. Uh, so instead of listening to music and all that, it was, let's see if I can pick up one thing here or... Let's just listen to a motivational thing and get fired up. Yeah, you see it in, in uh, uh, you know, nursing, nurses do it in, in uh, med school. It's like, I, I got to get my degree. I got to get to my nurse practitioner because the pay just explodes from there and, and the sky's the limit. And it's no different here. My vehicle university, once you get that degree, the sky's the limit. And the great part is, is you can just, once you get it, got it, check, I'm at this level. And like he said, next level time, I'm going to go get another degree. 
And it's a, there's a limitless amount of things you can find for free on YouTube. I mean, it's, it's literally limitless. Uh, Grant Cardone is one that Freeze actually put me onto. I, I don't think I'd ever heard of him before. And I don't, man, I, I spent months after, uh, after you brought that up to me watching his YouTube videos and stuff like, man, this, this guy's an excellent salesman, excellent sales trainer, but man, is he motivating. I mean, he, he makes me feel like, like I'm, I'm, you know, like I haven't left my mom's basement. Like <laughs> the guy yeah. has, the guy has an engine, like <laughs> it's, um, you know, he, he's, uh, running on nitrous and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm being pulled by a horse. It's uh really fantastic to watch the guy do his thing. Um, but yeah, somebody like him is is if you feel like you're stagnant, or you've hit a plateau, or you're not really going anywhere, um, changing up what you're listening to and what you're watching and what you're reading is always a good idea at that time. And he's somebody who just will give you that spark to to keep moving to move on to the next level, like Matt Buckwalter does for me and and for Aaron, um, and obviously has done for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the Grant Cardone stuff. I remember listening to that on, on the way to work here one morning. Um, he's got this this video out there. It's it's a motivational thing about being obsessed. And it's just the music and everything involved with that. When, when I hear that that video, it's I'm ready to go. You know, it's it's good. So That's great, James. Um, man, this interview has just flown by. Um, appreciate all the all the practical advice and stories you're given. Um, I want to kind of wrap this up here with a couple things. So could you give us like a, a real life story of how you've seen this affect your own life or, you know, your interaction with the customer? Like give us a, give us a practical example of the things that you've learned, how you would have done it like back in the day when you were untrained and, and how you've done it now. I would say, you know, it just boils down to the process. Um, you know, I remember my first call, man. My first call I ever went on, I didn't even take booties to the door. I mean, I forgot them in my truck. I was so nervous I could have puked. Um, so, you know, I knocked on the door and I had to go get shoe covers. Anyway, so that's where I came from. But um, once I was comfortable early on, I was just getting along with people and I was just flowing with them. And, you know, I, it was just, you know, hey, you know, this is the condition of your system. And, you know, these are what I, this is what I found about it. And, you know, clients are like, okay, well, what does that cost? And, and I was just price shocking. And I realized that was a big thing and I got over, I overcame that. And so really, let's just put it this way. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Now I have a process. Um, I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to be in control. Uh, and I know what the outcome is going to be. And it's it's just great to to be a be in a situation like that, you know, because your confidence level is just through the roof at that point. Yeah, it's that's awesome. So we have many different uh, listeners to this podcast, uh, guys, you know, who are literally in the same place you were years ago, coming out of trade school, or maybe they're they're coming straight out of a high school or or some other type of job. And then we also have veterans who've been doing this for twenty, thirty years, and everybody in between. So, I mean, if you could kind of speak to them and, and explain why you think My Vehicle University and investing in your drive time is important, what would you say? Return on investment. 
You can't beat it. I don't even think you can argue with it. I mean, 500 bucks a month, if you can make that in one call, I mean, it might be three hours of your time, you know? But uh, to, to pay that back and, and what you get out of that is just going to make you a lot more money down the road. And and the flip side of that is, and that's a great point, Freeze. the flip side of that is, what is the return on the investment of listening to music for four hours today? That's exactly right. What is it? What what are you getting out of listening to Fox News or CNN or whatever you listen to, um, aside from getting angry at the other side and uh, punching your dashboard, potentially? Or um, even the one that I always had to pull myself away from, either sports radio or stand-up comedy. Now, it's it's cool that it might get you in a good mood. But so what? I mean, what's the big deal about being in a good mood if you're not growing? I mean, I go to the go to the gym, and some days I'm in a crappy mood, and some days I'm in a great mood. Does not change my lift at all, or the fact that I will or will not break down muscle tissue in the gym today. It's it's how motivated I am, and how how fast I can get myself going. How much I know about lifting, how much training I've put into it to uh, know the right way to do things, what my diet looks like, how much I slept. Those are the things that matter. Being being in a good or bad mood. <clears throat> um, from external sources, not really going to change a whole lot. You need to have a process. You need to invest in yourself. You need to spend any free time you have getting better. And like Free said, the sky is literally the limit. It's not just at this company. It's anywhere you are doing anything you're doing. Really good stuff today, guys. Um, thanks again for being on with us today, James. We can't let you go without doing some rapid-fire questions towards you. So okay, get here ready. We go. All right. All right, so the first one, um, back in the historical times, people would often have nicknames like Alexander the Great or Ivan the Terrible. Who, who, who would be your historical nickname, James the what? That's a tough one there. What do you guys think it would be? Oh, throwing it back. Uh, is that allowed? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, mean, no, bro. I can't no. nickname myself. we got to answer our own questions. <laughs> and uh, just so you know, Nate knows the questions. He does not share them with Brian before the podcast. <laughs> Plays them pretty close to the best. I mean, based upon what you're bringing, I, I would say you're James the Determined. All right. There we go. All right. Perfect. Yeah. We'll go yeah. with that. Oh, I, go. I don't know. I might be able to come up with something a little different because I've seen him. Uh, what, what do you weigh, James? Oh, man. Uh... I lost eight pounds like two weeks ago. I probably gained that back now, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, like three fifteen something like 315 that. Three fifteen at what five ten? Five eleven three quarter. Uh, Freeze is a, is a husky guy. He's a big guy. I've worked out with him. He's also a very strong guy. But I have I have seen Freeze ride around my backyard on a mini bike. <laughs> so <laughs> I might come up with a nickname, uh, uh, bringing bringing that into the uh, into the mix. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Freeze. Uh, what did you? What did your fifth grade teacher say about you during parent teacher conferences? They hated me. <laughs> hated me. <laughs> fifth grade was not a good year for me. <laughs> I, I think I got suspended in fifth grade. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> a story for another time. Yeah, perhaps. absolutely. Yeah. I just, I just enjoy that he's young enough to remember fifth grade. Uh, well, it was that bad. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I picked a good year then, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Um, if you were going to run for public office, what would be your campaign slogan? Let's be elite. Let's get to the next level. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. You got my vote, buddy. All right. Yeah. Cool. We, we could use another level. Yeah. 
if given the choice to have anybody narrate the uh, documentary of your life, who's going to be your vocal talent? Ooh, that's tough. I don't know. Is that, are we talking friends? Are we talking family? Or uh, Anybody. Morgan Freeman, you know, David Attenborough. Ooh, that's a good one, yeah. He's the one that does all the Planet Earth and Blue Planet nature documentaries. See, I struggle with that because... I don't watch much movies. So Freeze does not watch TV or movies. I don't, I don't watch TV or movies. I think it would be awesome if we could bring back the Crocodile Hunter. Oh, yeah. And he would narrate your yeah. life. Yeah. I was saying somebody hilarious. That's somebody a documentary funny. I'm going to watch right there. <laughs> yeah. If there was somebody who's like funny and has a bunch of one-liners that could explain my life, I think it would be hilarious. Right, look here. As the HVAC <laughs> technician walks into the home. <laughs> look at what he did in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, man. Uh, if you could go back and you could give your 15-year-old self some advice, what would you tell yourself? That's tough. 15-year-old self. I mean, my, my advice would, would be, you know, be the best you can. Be the best you possibly can at, at everything. And you might not be the best, but try your best. I appreciate that. What, would, I, yours, I, what would yours be, Nate? Oh, man. I, I would say learn learn to embrace conflict and learn to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm. Yeah, I grew up in Detroit. I'm, I embraced enough conflict. Yeah. <laughs> I tell myself to avoid conflict a little bit. I would, I would uh, probably ask myself to start earlier um, with finding things that are motivational and, and educational um, because where I grew up, there weren't really any motivational people. There wasn't a whole lot of inspiration. YouTube didn't exist, obviously, um, and it wasn't until I was 24 that I met my mentor out in Las Vegas that I, I met the first person who truly really inspired me, um, and it would have been nice to have that you know, 11 years earlier, nine years earlier. Hey, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us today, James. I do appreciate everything you had to say. And I also think that if you're telling yourself at 15, be the best you can be, you're, you're living that right now, buddy. So kudos for you. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on today. It's been great. Absolutely. And if you out there are listening and you love what you're hearing, there is more of this to be had. Uh, this podcast is specifically designed to be part of your My Vehicle University, and we want it to be a tool for you to encourage you, to challenge you throughout your drive time during the week, and to make yourself better. And that's what we're doing here, and we are looking for people who want to be made better, who want to be challenged, who want to come to a culture that is encouraging, improving, and like James said, constantly looking for that next level. So hit us up. You can find us on Facebook. You can listen to this podcast. Um, you can uh, write some in the comments or anything like that. We're always looking for good people who want to join our team. And you remember that you don't have to settle and that you can make every single morning worth it and you can wake up ready to waste no day. podcast is a production of the South Central Pennsylvania branch of One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, 
and Mr. Sparky Electric. <laughs>